0: Every service should be one where we're anticipating to hear what God has for you and I this morning. Amen. That means we came to church expecting to hear God uh, uh, get us answers. Yes. How many know every time we have a service, we need to get answers? Amen. Yes. You know, over the years when I first got born again and I got saved, there's a lot of things I, I needed answers to. Yes. Particularly because um, I didn't know how God operated. Yes. You hear what I'm saying? Because when, you, when, you, when, you're, when you're raised in religious tradition, I'm going to tell you something about re, being raised in religious tradition. It's, there's a lot out there that you just don't know because yeah. you're being taught tradition. Yeah. Now, there's some traditions that are good that you're taught. But then there's some traditions where you can't just spend your life in tradition and expect to see the hand of God operate in your life. Yeah. And some right. people say, well, I don't see God moving in my life. Well, let me just tell you right now. If you're here right now, it's by the grace of God. That you're here right now it's by his mercy and uh, because God's trying to get some things over to you and I believe today today's message is to get some things over to you and I because you know I I I would dare say to you and I that God didn't just bring you to church service so that you could just you know do your job do you pay your religious opportunity well I made it to church and just kind of see that's 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 some of the things sometimes people do they think the only time I go to church is there's a funeral uh, holidays, um, something bad happened, or i got to go to church. My life is, you know, we're getting answers right now because Amen. some people need to know how can I have a better life. Yes. Everybody needs to have a better life. Everybody right. wants a better life. Yes. And, you know, and through tra- uh, tradition, you're never going to learn how to have a better life. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why we teach on faith. And uh, sometimes you you hear people, well, you know, if you light a candle, you know, something you pray, maybe you pray enough, maybe something good will happen to you. That's not enough. It's not magic. One thing I had to really learn promptly and I had to learn quickly when I got born again, that faith life is not a magic solution. It's not sprinkling pixie dust. It's not a super shortcut. And demonic things are not a shortcut. Ouija boards. Uji boards, I like to call them. <laughs> Horrible scopes. Those aren't. Those are not shortcuts. Right. Th- those will take you down the wrong path quickly, right. and they'll take your life to hell. You're and right. and they'll leave you at the bottom of the pit. Right. And you will. Uh, crystals will not help you. That's right. Those are shortcuts to hell. You're That's right. all those are. They're not quick solutions. They're not, you know, you you can't you, you can't go climb the top of a mountain and eat a lucky egg, eagle's egg and, and 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 get eagle summon your eagle powers and then life is going to be better. No, that's yeah. not how it works. Right. No, I said right. it don't matter how many, you know, you, you got to you got to know who God is, yeah. and if once you start to know who He is and who you are in Him, yeah. then right. things move more quickly for that's you. Right. Life starts to get better when you know who you are. That's right. That's right. Amen. There was a movie years ago. Uh, there's a scene where uh, a, a movie. I've never. I've, it's been a year since I've seen it, so don't go watch it. But I just remember this one movie. It was a movie called Moonstruck. Cher was in it, and there and this man was trying to convince her why he he should take off with her instead of her husband. And she goes, "There's no problem with that." He goes, "Goes, I know who I am. I know who I belong to." I know I, I know where I should be, Jack, and it's certainly not with you. Yeah. See, when you know you belong to God, yeah. you, you, or you have a relationship, nothing else will suffice that relationship. That's right. That's right. And see, the faith life is about having a relationship with Jesus. That's right. Now, I've said this before, it's not magic, because a lot of people, they get born again, they get saved, they try something, well, it didn't happen right away. The faith life doesn't happen right away. The faith life requires you to grow up and mature, so that you know what you're doing, so that you know what you're doing, and that you can go confident in your relationship with the Lord. It's about having a relationship with the Lord. God is not your vending machine. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. good. People think God's going to be their vending machine. You're going to throw a couple coins in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the offering bucket, and all of a sudden God's just going to work it out. And that's not how it works. Uh-huh. The faith life has a relationship. That's right. that's good. Yeah, that's so good. And oftentimes we just think that we're just going to throw a couple coins in, have like, like a 30-minute conversation, uh-huh. and all of a sudden we have a, that is not a relationship. Right. A relationship is one where I connect with Him. I speak with my Heavenly Father. I, I, go to, I, I wake up, I praise him. I go to bed, I praise him. I get on my knees and I worship. I get on my knees and I pray to him. I have communion with him. Yeah. See, the faith life is a connected life. Yeah. Yeah. And too many people are trying to have faith without having a connected life. And, and all you're doing is just getting a busy signal. Because yeah. that's not how it works. Yeah, a lot of people want, want a deep relationship. Well, uh, I remember some years ago, people, I just, you know, I just want to have real deep intimacy with the Lord. And all they want to do is worship. I just want to be into, I just want to give him, you know, my heart. Give him, no, wait a minute. You can't do that aside outside his word. Yeah, that's right. You can't do that outside of trusting him on in his word. Yeah, because right. if you don't know your Bible, how will you know what he's saying to you? Yeah. How do you know if that voice that's in your head is telling you it's God? Yeah. How do you know it's the right voice? Uh, you got a lot of people that hear there's a lot of voices out there. There's a lot of voices that will tell you they're God. There's a lot of voices out there that say, listen to me. There's a lot of voices that will say, that they're, they're just chirping, just like a little bird, trying to get your attention. Yeah. But you got to make this, you gotta, You got to be tuned in. You've got to make the decision right. that you're going to tune into the voice. Right. And, you, and, and, you'll, and you'll never be happy being tuned into all these different voices, telling you about God, when you can yourself can have a personal relationship with him. Yeah. Do you hear what I'm saying? Don't shut me down because kind I'm of preaching real good, but it's true. I'm giving you truth. You know, we, we, we preach here. We preach the word. Why? Because we know you need it. You know you, can't, you know, you can't have faith unless you hear a preacher preaching to you to your faith. Do you hear what I'm saying? You can't have faith without a preacher preaching to you. Why? Because your, your version of what faith is or what a relationship with God is, well, I have my own relationship. No, you don't. Either you belong to God or you belong to the devil. Yeah, you could be having a relation with something, but it may not be God. Right. Have you ever been in a relationship where you thought you, you thought it was all good and, and before you know it, there was something else there was someone else in the relationship? You're like, what you doing? I know you were going out with him. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> ever, guys, you ever been in that kind of relationship? You're like, what? Yeah. Ladies, you ever been in that relationship? Don't put your hands up. Don't put your hands up. Yeah. Don't put your hands up. Right. But a relationship built on on a, a personal connection is a relationship indeed. Right. Yeah. So you, you want to have intimacy. You cannot have intimacy without having intimacy first with the father God, because it's him where you learn how to be intimate. Yeah. It's him that you're going to learn. Well, I know what to do because, you know, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a you know, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a I'm a slow man. You know, I, I know how to treat woman. No, you don't. You don't know how to treat a woman if you don't know how to treat your God. You don't know how to treat a man if you don't know your God, ladies. You don't, you, don't, you don't have faith like you should have faith unless you know who your God is. And you want a relationship with God. You want to see the miracles flow in your life. You want to see God's provision on your life. You don't want your own version of your you taking Absolutely. care of you. Well, I'm my own man. Yes. I'm going to take care of myself. Yes. No, you don't want that version because it's a toil. It's a harder life. That's right. That's right. right. People try to do things on their own. Uh-huh. Right? But besides, there's no such thing as a self-made man. Right. I don't care what anybody said. Somebody helped that person make it. That's right. Somebody went out there and bought their product. Yes. So That's what? Right. You, so you just put a little seed on the inside and you watered it every day? No, even then, because God would be the one giving you the increase. Yes, that's right. That's right. So the increase is coming from somewhere. It just doesn't come out by itself. Right. God created you to have relationships. Yes. God created for seed to be sown, right. for it to grow, yes. to be produced. And like what Pastor William said, it has to be cared for. It has to be yes. tended to. Yes. And how do you care for it? Yes. With the word of God, baby. You want to get some answers, how to have a relationship, how to get fed by God, how to know God, how to walk with God, how to have more than just a churchy relationship. Yeah. Come, on. Come on. I'm just, you know, I'm churchy. I got my bumper sticker. Uh-huh. I listen. To, I listen to Christian music. Uh-huh. I, I dance in church, but, I, but you don't walk in love. You don't know him. Right. You can't trust him to pay your bill, but you, you don't know him. Yeah. Well, I hear people all the time talking about it. It didn't ever happen to me. I'm going to tell you something. You know, this is the first thing I had to learn when I got first, I got born again. Because I always try to figure it out first with my head. Like, how's this going to work? Like, I used to, I used to go to sit in a church, and they would t- I'm going to tell you the 10 steps of victorious living. I'm like, I'm like there, writing every note, 10 steps. Boy, that's a lot of steps. 18 steps to your year of victory. Ooh, that, boy, that's a lot of steps. And sometimes they didn't match up. I'm like, Lord, I don't understand. So you're trying to do all these steps without having a relationship. Come on. Good, good. Yeah. They don't matter how many steps you have if you don't know him. Yeah. It ain't a magic. It ain't a formula. Right. And see, that's where people in our camp would get in trouble because they're saying, oh, you're saying this is a formula. Yeah. You can't do anything outside of God without having a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Too many people are trying to do things without having a relationship with him. Too many people want the shortcut. Come on. Yeah, good. Too many people want intimacy without a relationship. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know what I'm saying? So we don't want that. So I'm, I'm, ta- I'm just am I'm just telling I'm just telling you like it is. See, pastor, you're going to tell you like it is. See, the reason why things don't happen to you, the reason why good things, why bad things happen to good people, is because people good people don't know the truth. Good people don't know the word. You could be good. You can be nice all your life. You you can never lie. You can do everything right in the natural. You never break the law. You follow the Ten Commandments. You don't even lust after other women. You work hard and God blesses us, that, certain of that? But you, there's a blessing you'll miss out mm-hmm. where God could put his hand on your life and bless you. And the Bible says he will lift you up. He will promote you. That's the kind of promotion you want. Yeah. You don't want the promotion that man gives. You hear what I'm saying? Because the, the, the promotion that man gives is not enough. Now, I was going to say this a little bit. I'm going to go back to it because when I first found out about God, I saw all these, all these steps. And so I was trying to figure it out for years, and it would always start here, trying to figure out what it took to get the blessing. But here's the problem: you can't get it up in here. You got to get it in here. Yeah, that's right. So in other words, in other words, you have to be quick to believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. You can't always try to figure it out and calculate it in your in your noggin. Wow. About. I'm supposed to tithe and you try to figure out how you're going to tithe and if I tithe, if I do this, if I tithe, I do that and it's sort of like you're almost playing like Twister. You remember the game Twister? You get red, yellow before you know you feel like you're all spread out like how am I going to and you're calculating what am I going to do next? What am I going to do next? So you're trying to figure out why why should I tithe and you're trying to figure out how you're going to do it but see a person of faith says I believe that. I ain't going to try to rationalize in my head. If God says tithing is right, I'm going to do it. I don't have to try to figure out how it's going to work. I just gonna I have to believe it. So now what I'm doing is I'm, I'm jumping past my brain yeah. into my spirit man. Yeah. And I'm letting my spirit man say yes. Yeah. And I'm doing that. I'm going to walk in love. Well, if I walk in love, people are going to walk. No, nope. spirit man says... I believe that I should walk in love because there's fruit in it. And, and, and because when you're quick to believe what you're doing is you're allowing it to go to your spirit man first and not deal with your head. Because when it goes to your head first, then, you're just try, then all that's mental ascent. You'll go nowhere. You'll suffer for years. You're just trying to figure everything out. Well, I'll tell you what. You're, it's, it's a hard life when you try to figure everything and calculate everything out. You, when you try to figure everything out on your, on your little tablet, On your paper, everything never adds up. You know, it don't ever add up to the fact that we live in a house that we live in. You know, it don't add up. Like, Lord, how did we even get in this house? It don't add up. People, how'd you get this out? It don't add up. You're right. It does not add up because God got me in that house. God's going to get you to where he needs to get you. And people look, at, well, how did you do it? I don't know. It was the Lord. Well, it don't add up. I've seen, I've seen you. You're just like everybody else, but I got the favor of God. Yeah. Yeah. See, the favor of God will get you to places yeah. that no money. Come on, favor of God yeah. will get you places that you, get you, that you couldn't get into in your natural. Yeah. Right. It's God's super on your natural. Yeah. Well, it seems like everything they touch is turns to gold. No, not if God's involved because God's got the favor of God and God's turning the work of their hands yeah. and making it prosper. So you got to you stop getting it out of your head, yeah. boy. I tell you, boy, that's hung me up for years. Boy, that's hung me up for years. And, that, and oftentimes, I'm going to tell you the reason why I struggled. I'm going to tell you the, the, the number one reason I've struggled over the years on certain things is because I'd get in my head on some things. Yeah. And boy, you know what? God, God, will let you sit there and sit there and toil with it and try to figure it out for years until you finally just lay on the floor and have a, like I like what Pastor. Uh, uh, pastor Chris Cody said, You know, with your, your Bible, your, your preacher pampers on, your pastor pampers on, and you're crying, like, What is this working, man? What is this working? He'll let you just cry there and wallow until you're, just, you're done with it. And he said, Are you done? Are you done crying? Yeah. How many of you know when you how many of you know have children? And you don't address them when they're crying. You address them, Are you done crying? So when you're done crying, we'll talk. Yeah. Why? Because there's no reason when someone is crying. Yeah. Because what are they doing? All they're doing is just thinking about them. Yeah, come on. Well, that's just for children. No, it's also for adults as well. Because right. there's a lot of adults wanting to get answers, but they don't get answers because they're too busy crying and belly aching. God, don't, God answers faith. He don't answer that. I, if I know someone's on the other line going to just whine and cry, I'm like, I don't know if I want to pick this up. <laughs> I am not Dr. Phil i did not apply for dr phil's job nor do i want dr phil's job and i don't even think dr phil's doing his job as good as everybody else thinks he's doing because at the end of the show ain't nobody got no answers see tv shows ain't got no answers oprah ain't got no answers now we love these people but they ain't got no answers jesus god's got your answers you hear what I'm saying? He's got your answers. You got to make up your mind that I'm not going to start putting it up here trying to figure it out all the time. Yeah. Yeah. See, the faith man says I'm going to take it from my head and, and jump past it and start getting it in my heart. Yeah. See, because God honors, God honors the heart, yes. the faith of the heart. And you know what? People say, are you saying that my blood pump in the middle of my chest is the one that, that God's talking about here? I, I don't get it. See, now you're trying to figure it out with your head again. Yeah. No, what he's saying is your spirit man. Your spirit, man, is is the heart of who you are. Yes. Your spirit, man, it, your your brain is just a hard drive. Yeah. Did that make sense? I hope it made sense. It's just it just store, it's, it's just where information gets stored. Yeah. Your spirit, man, is like can it can access that. But your spirit, man, is who you really are. If you were to die right now, your spirit, man, would literally come, get out of this body. You got to think of your body as a car, a vehicle, and it comes out. It'll leave your body and it'll look at you. You always hear people talk about, I saw my body laying there, I was dead, and then I came back. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, That's my body. This is me. This is my spirit man. The spirit man is who you really are. Right. Now, either you're going to heaven or you're going to hell. There ain't no in, in between. Right. Now, some people run into devils and who have are angels of light and they tell them stuff. Yeah. So you got to be careful with some people's testimonies. Well, I went to heaven. To, I, I, saw, I saw Uncle. You got to be careful because. What they see may, may not be what they think they're seeing. Because it's a setup to get them off course. See, you need to be set on the right course. And when God comes, you go to the right place. You don't want to take a wrong detour based on what you saw on the wrong, out of the wrong spirit. Because the devil comes, the Bible says he comes as an angel of light. So he comes to trick folks. But if you know who the Lord is, you won't get tricked. So now I'm going back again. You're a spirit man. You can't, you, you, as a spirit man, you can't allow yourself any longer as a spirit man to, to let things go here first. You got to let your spirit man say, I believe it, I take it, and let me run with it. Because your spirit man will run with stuff, the right stuff. It, it'll run with doing the right thing every time. I'm not going to give that person a cursing because that ain't the right thing to do. Besides, if you never know, the man got got a gun. Right? Isn't that what your spirit man says? I, I'm going to do the things the right way. I'm going to start talking the right way. Right? When you first get born again, these are some of the things your spirit man says. You know, I'm going to start doing things right. You know, I'm going to get up. I'm going to pray every day. See, that's what the spirit man wants to do. You know, I'm going to start giving. You know, I hear that giving. I'm going to just start doing because you know that's what my spirit man says to do. Yeah. Your mind will say, "Are you sure? Are you sure you want to do that? I mean, you got some bills coming up, and you, you want to start giving, and you want to start doing. All, you going to start walking in love again, man? Then boys, the, uh, boys, at the at the work they're going to think you're weird. Walking in love, being nice all of a sudden, smiling. They don't think you're phony. See, the spirit man don't care about all that. Spirit man says, I'm going to do what the word says. Right. That's what the faith man says. Faith man has something to say. The spirit man has something to say. Amen? Amen. Amen. See, you know what, the Bible so what we said. Faith comes by hearing, right? Remember, we've been, we've been preaching. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing what? Hearing the word preached, hearing the Bible being preached. That's how your faith is going to get built. I know some of you haven't heard me say that before, but you, that's why when you come to church and you hear a preacher preaching, that's where your faith's coming from. Now the head man will say, no, I don't believe everything he said. And I believe some of what he said, but I'm not sure about it. See, that, that he, that's, the, that's the natural man. That's the intellect. That's the calculator going on. But the spirit man says, that man knows what he's talking about. I'm going to start doing some of that and see what God, and let my spirit man, I'm going gonna, gonna to leave all the consequences of God. As you start doing what God tells you to do, your life will start to get better. Amen? Amen? Part of the thing I like what Pastor Melina said, you know, we start meditating on that word. Pastor Marcus said, you know what? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And pastors always saying, if I listen to the word, I'm a, I'm a, my faith, man, will start to grow and, and I'll start to have faith. Well, that's why you start to listen to your Bible. That's why you read your Bible. That's why you've heard me say it all the time. If you read your Bible, read it out loud. Why? So you can get faith. Because you're going to need Faith. Man, how dare you wouldn't dare go down, down, to, Marriott, go down to San Diego or L.A. Without, on a quarter tank, especially if you know you have a truck and it's a gas hog. Yeah. You wouldn't dare even get out that car. You'd be like, no, I'm filling that thing up. Yeah. You would, you'd feel that. You'd get out, you'd get out of your truck. You'd, you, could see, you could see yourself pulling out that card where you got your, your, your debit card, where you got your money in. You'd put it in there, and you'd have confidence because you have money in that account. So you you, see, here's the thing. You need to have faith on the inside of you to get into some things. Or you won't even get down the street. You need to make sure you have enough faith on the inside of you. So when tough times come, because tough times are going to come. I don't care who you think you are or who you don't think you are. Tough times will come, but you can get through it if you have faith of God on the inside of you. And that's why we post those messages for free. So you can go back and listen to them. Well, I don't I haven't been doing that in a while. Well, you better get stepping. Right. You best get stepping on some things. Because you want to have victory in your life. Yeah. You start putting your ear in front of that. Well, I missed a day. Yeah. Don't get convicted. Don't get down because you missed a day. So you know I, I, got, I got just say like I gotta get back in my, I gotta get back in the swing of some things. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because if I don't get back in the swing of things, baby, some, yeah. something's gonna take a swing at me. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want to end up on the on the on your back. It's better to be on the offense than defensive mode. Come on. Too many Christians are living here. My people, Bible says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. He yeah. says, my people. Right. Bible says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. He, uh, um, Hezekiah, not Hezekiah, uh, Habakkuk. He says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. You know what that tells me? A people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That means if you don't have enough instruction on something, you're gonna get your butt whooped. Mm-hmm. Can you really say that in church? Yeah, you can say that. Because people, people, people are getting whooped every time because they don't have enough knowledge on something. Mm-hmm. Right. You ever try to fix something you ain't got no knowledge on? <laughs> I, was, I, I, was, I was getting my car fixed the other day. Mm-hmm. They were fixing it. You know what I saw that repairman do the other day? He got on YouTube. Uh-huh. <laughs> and He was at the automotive place. He's like, I said, what's that boy doing? He's all, He's sitting there watching the video on how to do something. He's getting knowledge. You know, I'm glad he took time to get some knowledge and work on something. He goes, I figured it out. And he went in there. He got in that car. And he, it works. <laughs> hey, sometimes you need to get knowledge. You got to get in your word. How are you going to walk in lo- love with that woman of yours? How are you gonna wa- how are you going to raise them kids? How, how are you going to get promoted? How are you going to, get he, how you going to let God heal your body, especially when you're, you've been in pain for years and you've been dealing with thoughts in your mind that have been trying to tell you to kill yourself? What are you going to do? What are you going to do when you have to deal with them things? You're going to have to get the answers of God on some things because if you don't get the hand of God and the answer some things, you're going to suffer. And see, a lot of the Bible says my people perish. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. I don't know about you, but I made up my mind years. Joel, I made up my mind years ago. I don't want to get beat up for lack of my own knowledge. Boy, it gets tiring. You get worn out when you don't know some things. You ever get tired because you didn't know anything on a particular topic and they kept telling you to go back to the end of the line... Get bring me this form, or you or you need this form, and you get it back, and you show up. They're like, "Well, you came with the right form, but now you forgot your signature." You're like, "Well, you could have told me when I was up at this line that I need to get a signature from that office once I get that form." But instead, you made me wait for three hours. Lack of knowledge make you wait, get you frustrated, get your your underwear all bounded up. Ever, ever walked around with bunched bunched up underwear before? Not comfortable. As a matter of fact, you just feel like you're doing this. You always feel like you're kinda of like trying to play it off, like y'all cool, like like you're trying to get something out, like trying to shake a leg, because you wear boxers, you don't want anybody to know anything? You're like people are like, why are they walking funny? What's going on with that person? Something ain't right go ain't something ain't going right with that person. That means they they didn't get enough knowledge on some things yet. Right. And you gotta make up your mind that you're gonna get some knowledge up on some things. Right, In advance before the problem shows up. In advance. In advance. You you don't want to show up. And go back to the end of the line because you didn't know. Take a number, please. Wait three hours and find out. Take a number and find out that you, 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 you were at the wrong place. Oh, you didn't have to bring it here. <laughs> you could have went da 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 <laughs> And you're like, you have this look on your face like, I'm, I'm, I'm fixing to whoop somebody here. <laughs> and we do it to ourselves all the time. That's why we need to meditate on the Word, because so, there's some truths in us that we need to get into us. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, there's some truths I'm still meditating on. The yeah. Bible says to dwell with them, d- dwell with who? Dwell with your woman with understanding. I still can't figure out. I said, Lord, is that a joke? <laughs> Lord, are you lying to me? You say dwell with your woman with the understanding? How, how am I going to understand that woman? Because <laughs> I'm convinced no man can understand them. No. <laughs> but you can through the word of God. Bible says to prefer, prefer one another. So what do you do? You prefer them instead of yourself all the time. Got real quiet. All the men got real quiet now. They're like, honey, I think it's time for lunch, man. I mean, that manudo ain't serving itself. We better get going. See, like I'm saying, we, we got to understand, the Bible says honor your mother and your father. Okay. L- love your wife. Yeah. Dwell through her with understanding. Yeah. Prefer, prefer one another. Yeah. Then the Bible, you look in the book of Ephesians, the Bible gives you a laundry list of things to do. Yeah. Bible says love her as Christ loved the church. Then you start to think, well, how did Christ love the church? He died for her. He cleansed her. He purified her. He, 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 he helped. He was the leader in his home. Not, and as you say, men always want to lead, but they always want to lead you down the wrong path. Men, you've got to learn how to lead in the right path. Path of righteousness. Right. right doing I'm gonna uh, honey, I'm gonna take you to church. Okay. Honey, we we're gonna do we're gonna walk in love. Honey, we're yeah. gonna read our Bibles together. Honey, yeah. we're gonna read First Corinthians uh four through verse eight and we're gonna start meditating on how to love one another. That's right. That's right. right? Yes. Because we're people of faith. Yeah. And I we need answers for our marriage. We need answers that's for our relationship. That's right. You know, we've been married for twenty-six years. I think one time she really looked like, like she wanted to kill me. Only one time. <laughs> The other time I played off like I didn't know. (laughs) I wasn't sure, but I was like, I'm I'm going to try to ignore this one. (laughs) But it's important. It's important to have faith. We talked a little bit about what faith is. It's trusting God at his word. Boy, I'm so glad I got past some things. And I'm not saying that I've had it perfect all this time. Sometimes it'll try to get in my brain and it'll try to figure it out. Like, I want you to go over here. Why? Well, I don't want to go over there. <laughs> they don't like me over there. Well, I don't want to go over there. I want you to go over there. I want you to give this. I don't want to give that. I'm Like right now, I got, I got some plans. I had some plans. I wanted to buy a piece of equipment. You ever have a plan? Joel? have you ever had plans so that you want to buy a piece of equipment and find out you had the money, exact money for it, and your wife comes up? I don't know. I think Pastor Molina is connected with God somehow. <laughs> have the exact cash in my hand. I don't know if you've ever had this. Are, are you married? Have you been, are you any of you guys here married? Have Mar- you married men in here? Have the exact cash in your mouth. Your wife, you know, I have this bill, and she'll give you the exact dollar amount that's in your pocket. You're like... But you know you need to get it done. Yeah. That's right. But you know you need to get it. You're like, well, baby, you're just going to have to believe God. <laughs> <laughs> you have to believe Jesus just like I believe in Jesus. Where'd you get with those brand new ribs? Well, you know, I'm just believing Jesus, baby. Between me, visa, and a down payment, hey, you know, this is you just gotta trust God like I trust God. No, that's not all, no. No. The supply is already there. Yeah. That's right. The supply is already there. That's right. And you're not gonna you're not gonna hold out because the supply is already there. Yeah. You, why? Because you're a person of faith and you believe, you know what? God's gonna get me that tool no matter what. God's going to get me the things I need and I, because I'm taking care of first of what's important. That's right. That's right. And as a man, we always take care of what's important. That's right. You, uh, us personally, our needs personally aren't always the most important thing. I, I know I've done customs. I just said some men or pastors, you can't say that. You've got to take that back because I have some things that I need. I got some tools. No. We all have needs, but the Bible says to prefer one another. So that means I'm going to take care of things here at the home. Because women, most of all, they care more about the nest more than anything else. They care about the home. They care about the kids. And as a man, it's our job to work together with them because I'm a man of faith, right? So I'm going to believe God for the resources for that tool. Right. You know, plenty of times I've done that. Yes. I, wanna, I, I don't care about paying full price on stuff. I, I really don't. I'll pay full price. I don't care if I have to full pay full price. I don't care if I pay slightly above. I don't care. Because yeah. I know God is going to give me the money for it. He always has. I'm not, I'm not worked up about all them things as a matter of fact i'll even buy the best one but at one time i had my heart locked in something that really nice looks kind of expensive and, and then i gave her the money that she needed and i some money came in i'm like well all the money's here um, and i go i'm gonna go to that store and see if it's i'm gonna look because i you know me i like to go to uh, i like to go to the i'll go to the tool store and i look at my, the tool that i want and i'm looking like oh that's a nice sometimes i just go because i'm like lord i just thank you father for that tool i know, thank you jesus <laughs> You say, well, Pastor, why is he in that price? He's kind of like holding that finger like that. He's like, he's believing the Lord. Just leave him alone. Just believe in the Lord for that tool. Walk in. And I'm like, it's on sale today. Half price. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I gave her that money. That money came in and I had more than enough to cover it. Yeah. God already took care of me. Yeah. God already took care of me. Yeah. He, all he's wanting you to do is learn to trust him. Your job, number one in faith, is learning to trust him and not figure it out with your head. Boy, I tell you, you start getting away, get away from your head, boy, you'll start getting free on some stuff. Boy, you'll get your mind back. It's particularly in areas that you worry about. I'm going worry about my mom. I'm worrying about my dad. I'm worrying about my kids. I'm worrying about my husband. Thinking like you're doing some righteous thing by worrying about things. It is not a righteous thing for you right. to be worrying. That's right. Worrying is a sin. Yeah. Well, I better pray because if I don't pray, something bad is going to happen. That's the worst time to be praying. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't pray because you're in fear. That's right. You don't pray because you're afraid. Right. You're a faith person. Yeah. Yeah. This is where a faith person needs to learn how to pivot. You know what pivot means? Uh-huh. Change the direction. Yeah. That's right. yeah. Something getting in your grill and you don't know what to do? I thank you, Father, I do know what to do. Something's like, you got to learn your authority as a believer. That's right. And that was the next thing I had to learn. Yeah. I had to learn. Yes. I had to learn how to start using my authority as a believer. Yes. <coughs> Away from my brain. Uh-huh. And knowing who I was in him. Yeah. If you're born again, listen to me, folks. If you're born again, you have authority. Yeah. You have some weight behind you. What is it? It's called the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Now you start learning to understand, not learning. I mean, you we're going to let get this get past our mind right now. Don't try to figure this one out. I said, I belong to Jesus. And he's behind me. I want to open up the scripture because this is important. If, once you know who you are in Christ Jesus, this is what you yeah, have. Let's open our Bible to Mark chapter 16. Mark 16, because this is this is part of you as a believer and what you have as a believer. See, I have some things as a believer. Mark 16, verse 17. These are some of the things that you have right now. You don't have to be a disciple. Well, you you are a disciple once you, if you know who the Lord is. You're a disciple. You don't have to be an apostle. You don't have to be in the fivefold, right? right. This, is, this is what you have. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you the qualification of this. Verse 17 says this. Let's back up. Let's back up. Let's go to 15. And he said to them, Jesus said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He's talking to the, to the disciples. He's talking to those, you, you sitting here. Wherever you go, make sure you preach this gospel to every person. He who believes will be baptized and be saved, and he who does not believe will be condemned. That means they're not going to make it to heaven because they just don't believe. But then he says, "And these signs will follow those who believe." Well, are you serious? This is the qualifier. These signs will follow you who believe. Say, "I'm a believer." I'm a believer. These, signs these signs follow me. Now we're going to. I'm going to show you. This is your authority as a believer. This is what you have. Say, "This is what I have." He says, these signs will follow them who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. I'm going to stop right there. These signs will follow those who believe. What are they going to do? They're going to cast out demons. You don't have to be afraid of no demon ever. I've seen people, I've seen situ- I've cast out demons out of it before. I'm real. I've, I've cast out de- a devil out of a few people before. Can you believe it? Growling, snarling, foaming at the mouth, saying stuff, moving around. You, it's real. And it, 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 people say, Are you sure? When it happens, you're like, Whoa, that's. You know, that, but that's one of the first things that happened in this, this ministry. I started casting out demons. First thing that ever happened. I started casting out demons. And, you know, and, and, and it's happened, it happens. I don't go looking for it, but it happens now. Because people open themselves up to demons. But the Bible says these signs will follow those who believe. You don't have to be afraid of them. They start growling and snarling and start barking. That's all they got. I'm telling you, that's all they got. You see things flying across the room. That's all you got. I got the name of Jesus, baby. You get better. Get hot stepping right now out of here, Satan. Well, you know, when I say that, I, I can see devils just to get upset when I say that. Boy, I can sense in my spirit, boy, they just don't like it. You start saying, Satan, you get out of that person. You leave that person alone. Boy, you just, you can start seeing them starting to squirm in their seats. You could start, boy, and then all of a sudden the devil manifests and they, they, they leave and they're free. They're like, all of a sudden, they, I can understand my Bible. You start seeing people get free. I'm just telling you, these signs will follow. So you never have to be afraid of a devil. That's what my whole point in saying this. Never have to be afraid of them. Don't have to be intimidated by them. Gonna, you know, Devil's like, well, I'm going to kill you by tomorrow. You know how many times the devil's threatened to kill me over the years? Lots of times. Lots of times he's threatening me. Lots of times. You know what? I'm still here. It's been 26 years after his first initial threat. And you know, he tells that to Everybody. You, you, you ain't nothing uncommon to him he's telling everybody's going to kill him and they're all still here yeah. you hear what I'm saying yeah. so these, so what do you get as a believer authority, authority. you can cast him out yeah. Yeah. now if you're living in the devil's camp don't, you don't have very much of authority at all you're listening to his music eating his food, drinking his wine sleeping with his people you ain't got very much, you don't got a leg to stand on You hear what I'm saying? Dating his dating his sister. dating the second sister. Come on. You ain't got much of a leg to stand on. Come on, people want people want the best life, but the, you know, you gotta choose the best things and make the best things happen to you. And then it says they will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if anything uh deadly they take up a serpent and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. Now, I'm going gonna, gonna to stop right there because people, well, I'm going to start drinking things. I'm going to start handling snakes. No, what it's saying is you're going to trample over them. If they try to latch on to you, if they try to poison you, by no means anything's going to happen to you. You're not, you're not going up there trying to tempt stuff and, and pick things up. We're going to have a church with rattlesnakes. Who's going to be here tonight? with There ain't none of that. Anything deadly that tries to latch itself to your life. That's right. That's, right. Yeah. that's why you don't have to worry about something trying to get into your life. You know what I'm doing right now because I have authority over that stuff. I have authority over that stuff. and None of that stuff's gonna—none of this stuffs moves me. None of these things are going to drive me and cause me to, to move and buckle out of fear. Nothing. Right. Fear is not going to be dominant because I'm a person of faith. I trust right. God. That's right. He's always come through for me. Yeah. He's always promoted me. Yes. Always. Amen. You know, when God starts moving in your life enough, He expects you to start moving towards Him more. He does. Yeah. You want God more moving in your life, and He's already been moving in your life, and you're not moving with Him? Yeah. He'll keep moving. He'll just, you'll just be standing there because you're not really moving with God. Your job is to keep moving with Him. Yeah, it's not His job to be moving with you. Yeah. At some point... He'll let you, but then at some point he's like, it's time for you to start moving with me. Yeah. It ain't you moving with, I'm not moving with you, you're moving with me. That's right. you got to make up your mind, I'm moving with God. That's right, that's so good. So good. Yeah. And a lot of people will expect God just to be moving with them all the time. No, that's not how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh, mm-hmm. uh-uh. Lord, good. this woman, this woman, um, she had, uh, over the years, um, was uh, doing something, kind of doing, in a way, kind of doing her own thing. And uh, she decided to get in the car, and uh, and uh, she got in an accident. And uh, she goes, I was just confessing Psalm 91. just confessing Psalm 91. You know, if you know Psalm 91, the protection scriptures, right? Yeah. He goes, well, I don't know why I got in an accident. I'm so upset with God because I got in an accident. And he goes, and I, why are you so upset? Well, I was confessing Psalm 91. I was, I goes, I had this feeling about it, so I just went anyways. But I was confessing Psalm 91. Yeah. You got something about not going, and yet you're confessing the Scripture, yeah. Psalm 91. The Lord's going to protect you. Right. Well, thank God you're one. You're still alive. Yes. Thank God. But number two, God was telling you not to go and you expected him to protect you yeah. after he told you not to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's not wisdom. Yeah. That's not moving with God. Yeah. Right. And you want God to protect you. You're, it's going to require you to keep moving with him. You know how many times over the years I pulled over? Mm-hmm. I remember I working in Cork and I had a job out there. And the Lord said, uh, you need to get to work. It's real foggy, but I want you to pull over. I want you to get the, you know that Chevron on the way to Tipton. It cuts right there, and he says, I want you to stop right there and get, get yourself a coffee at that Chevron. Just stop in there, and get yourself a coffee. And he didn't say Chevron, he just stopped in getting that one. So I immediately, when he said stop, I saw the, the one in particular, what was that the shell, excuse me. So I went into the shell and grabbed myself a cup of coffee, and I was getting ready to leave. He said, Now I want you to sit here. Just sit here for 10 minutes and drink your cup of coffee. Well, I me, mean, I, I, I always am early no matter what. In case traffic comes, I'm always early, so that's how I operate. So I was gonna be 30, I was already 30 minutes early. So I'm like, okay, so I pulled over and grabbed a cup of coffee for 10 minutes. I, I, all of a sudden I'm sitting there for 10 minutes. All of a sudden I see CHP officers racing by me. CHP officers, they see ambulances. Um, and there was a, a Young's truck flipped on its side with oranges everywhere going down the path that I was headed. It was up ahead. No lights had been none of the none of the 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 flares had been put out yet and, I, and the fog was thick. And I, I, I guess I would have been going kind of quick, but I saw the officers in advance with their their their, their the, the, the flares out. It gave me. Oh, and I'm like, man, I don't see anything. Ahead. But as soon as I saw. Oh. Oh. Important to listen to your spirit. Learn how to be led by his voice. Learn to follow his voice and not always ignore it and just do what you want to do. Just blowing past the red lights. Just living how you want to live, talking the way you want to talk, eating what you want, sleeping. Blowing past the red lights will never bring a blessing on your life. It'll only bring hardship. How many of you got blessed right now here in today's message? I'm telling you, man, we're going to get in this word, listen to this message again. Get ourselves fed because it's life and death. Hear what I'm saying? It's life and death. Too many people are blowing past lights. Too many Christians get hurt. Too many people, good people do, do get themselves into trouble because they ain't listening. You've got to learn to slow down. And not be moving too fast. Stay in the spirit. Stay in the spirit. Say, I can. Stay in the spirit. Now, I, 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 some of you, we, we need to get that relationship with the Lord a lot tighter. We shouldn't be wrestling around being, having to be convinced to do the right thing. Yeah. I shouldn't convince you to do the right thing. Yeah. I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have to convince you to not watch a rated R movie with two people having sex in it. I sh, or adultery. I shouldn't ha, you shouldn't have to wrestle over some things. Yeah. You shouldn't have to struggle. I'm not going to be in the club tonight. I, I'm not wrestling with some things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't wrestle with it. You know, for years, I didn't even go, go to a mini-mart. Or I'd have to go to the mini You know, I, I used to avoid the liquor counters or even go near the liquor. I just avoided it. I didn't, I didn't have a desire to drink anymore. Just I didn't, just didn't do it. I didn't even want to go through because of the appearance of evil because of the people I hung out with. I knew I just got saved. I knew if I, I, I wasn't drinking, had no desire. But I knew if someone saw me, people might think I was drinking. And I wanted to avoid the appearance of evil. Because the Bible says, talks about avoiding appearances of evil. And I believed it. So I just walked right. I, did, I avoided it for a long time. Now, I don't know anybody who drinks it. And I've walked right by. It doesn't mean I don't do anything. I walk by and no, no temptation. But no one knows. Anybody sees me. If anybody else, like, oh, I saw him. Then, ah, he don't drink. They know me now. They know, they know saved Marcus. Yeah. They know sanctified Marcus now. Yeah. They know the man who led them to the Lord, Marcus. Yeah. They know the Jesus freak, Marcus. Yeah. They, they know the Marcus that says he's going to lay his hand and cast out devils. At you. They know that man now. So they, it's taking some time to get people to, to know and trust who I am in the Lord. Yes. See, it's going to take time for people to trust who you are in Jesus. Because when I first got born again, and I got to say my mom and dad. The first thing they said out of their mouths, normal. It's normal for anybody. I wonder how long this is going to last. I wonder how long it's going to last. Yeah. I'll tell you what, 26 years. Uh, it's actually been close to 30 years. Yeah. 30 years now, and it's stuck. That's right. 30 years now, it's done come stuck on, to me. And it ain't going nowhere. That's you right. got to gotta make up your mind. It's going right. to stick to me. That's I'm determined. I ain't going to let it wrestle around with my mind. Well, this living this godly life is hard stuff. It ain't hard. You know what's hard? Not having answers. You know what's hard? Getting drunk, getting pulled over. You know what's hard? Divorce is hard. Come on. You know what's hard? Not knowing, not getting healed, and and going through hell. That's hard. You know what's easy? Following God. You learn to follow Him, you'll bless your socks off, put you in a better house, give you better food. Better relationships. On, yeah. I, I, I thank God for my relationship, for God for the relationship I have with my wife. Yeah. I do. I thank God for every day for it. She's a blessing to me. She blesses my socks off. Scratches my back when I need it. <laughs> it's a lot. Sometimes I'm like an old dog. Just scooting in. She's like, I just do scratch your back. I don't want to scratch your back no more. Come on, mom. You want to scratch my back again. You want to scratch my back again. Praise God. Gonzalo, you're married, man. You better take up. You, you got some back scratching the uh, rears, on that stuff. He like, said, we're married now, baby. You got to scratch that back. Pastor said so. Pastor said so. You got to scratch his back. Come on. Got some things to look forward after church. Come on. Sophia's going to get married. She's going to know here pretty soon. My daddy said I was going to have to scratch your back. <laughs> Bubby, don't listen to night service. Don't listen to it at all. Just kind of just ignore it. Ignore it. Don't worry. We'll edit this out. <laughs> Praise God. Well, I love you. Yes, yes. We love you with every eye closed and every head bowed.